Wake up, young people. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yep. For the record, your, I was... Put on your reading glasses, ladies not and gentlemen. Here for this episode. Oh, yeah, Tyrell's not here. Yeah, um, he wasn't but here. For understandable reasons. Yeah. He I was, killed my uh, wife. <laughs> he killed his wife. That's funny. I was going to say not. he was trying to finalize uh, the paperwork for his mail-order bride. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting. I mean, I guess they kind of go hand in hand. I killed my wife so I could finalize the paperwork for my new one. Yeah, that's true. We just decided we were just gonna get a slave for a third instead of. You got a meme? Trying to like. Don't hold back. Let's see this meme. Wild. <laughs> what you got there? What kind of meme is that? Never be afraid to stand up for what you believe in. The ideal house temperature is sixty-eight degrees. That's a lie. That say is, what? That's too much. Si- say it slower this time and The ideal please. house temperature is sixty-eight degrees. That's a little too warm, I think. I too mean, warm? 68's fine. I always feel it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I sleep with a fan 24-7. Yeah, we have a fan on, too. I think a noise is part of it, honestly. I used to sleep in dead quiet, but then since I've moved in I where I'm at currently, they have their own server downstairs, which is five feet so tall. So he brings up uh, and it more sounds, tea, Mr. Widener. <laughs> and it sounds like... Uh, all fucking... All, and sometimes when they reboot it, it just goes... It gets so fucking loud. Oh, okay. The first I time it happened, met... I panicked. I thought it was going to explode. I thought you meant server like a waiter. No. So you got your own personal server no. downstairs. I meant computers. More tea, Mr. White. <laughs> More. I meant computers, Nicholas. Oh. There's just a server walking around the house in the middle of the night. At all times. <laughs> At all times. Dude, go to Freaking bed. Freaking me the fuck out. Go to be- I'm trying to sleep, too. Go to bed, Bernard. <laughs> Bernard? Bernard. 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 I meant to say Bernard, Not but Bernard <laughs> came out. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> so, how about Magic Hat? Magic Hat was a lot of fun. They were. They were a different perspective that I had been wanting for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's always... I, I'm always... I don't know why I'm always tiptoeing around it. The fact that they're older than me. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's always... They know. Yeah. They're, oh, they're well aware. Um, it's... They... It's nice to get perspective from an, another generation to be mm-hmm. like, hey... This is what we went through. This we this is the change we've seen, and this is what we went through. Not and to get too into the episode, but one of the first concerts for them was Elvis. Fucking Elvis. Elvis. And that just blows my mind. You know that dude that your grandma's really into? That guy. Yeah. Elvis. Which is awesome. The dude who made, what was it? What was, he, uh, he made people uncomfortable on the TV, right? Because he was swinging He made hips. people uncomfortable on the TV. Yeah, right? That is right, Chris. Yes. Because <laughs> that was like a big deal. Because the way Gyrations. he Gyrations. Yeah. Oh, no. He was so sexual. I don't even. Right? Like, if you look at that now, it's so tame. Yeah, it's like, what do you, it's like, bro, I'm seeing girls with their fucking asses completely <laughs> like, out on TV. Elvis. Elvis is the first panty dropper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was the OG. Hell yeah. He, you know, That's probably why my grandma liked him. He predates the yeah. Beatles, right? He would have been the 50s and Beatles would have been 60s. The Beatles were in the 50s, too. Beatles were, they just, Beatlemania wasn't until okay. the 60s, though. Yeah. So, like, dude, Elvis, Elvis, Elvis goes the 50s, though. Yeah, yeah, Elvis goes from 50s all the way into the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Until He's, he was a chart topper until the 80s. Like, posthumously, then. Well, he died he, in the 70s. Yeah, he died. But, I mean, he was. I mean, they're still putting out He was a Elvis chart records. topper until he died. So that means when fucking heavy metal was being played, Elvis was still bumping out hits. That's well, just you know what? If you ever actually just listen to Elvis, Elvis is great. I mean, he really is. I'm all he, up. Like his sad songs are sad as shit. Yeah, yeah. I honestly only know a few. I know 
the legend of Elvis, but I might only know like three or four songs. My grandma really uh, listened to a lot of uh, classic, early classic rock, so I heard a lot of Elvis Mm -hmm. uh, growing up. Um, I always kind of, um, I always kind of lean towards Johnny Cash, which I think a lot of, uh, people get into harder rock and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the, ba- he was a bad boy. Yeah. He's like, he's the, been one of, black. he was one mm-hmm. of the first bad boys of mm-hmm. rock and roll. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I always, I always felt more akin. I to believe he Johnny. killed a man just to watch him die. Yeah. That's so Johnny Cash was like mm-hmm. my, the dude, I was like, dude, that dude's dope. But Elvis was always outlaw. like El- Elvis was the 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 cool dude. He was just the coolest. Elvis was like the king man. Like he was just J- Johnny Cash, but like happy Johnny. Which ninety percent of that is like marketing and propaganda, yeah. right? Like what what we what we know about Elvis, what we hear about Elvis. I mean, all, a lot of that was all constructed. I see, I see it as uh, Elvis is the prom king, so he's like the the star. The god damn it. He is the quarterback for the the high school yeah, team, yeah. and um, Johnny Cash is the cheerleader. No, no, no. <laughs> he's he's like the drug dealer at school that everybody. That, but he's really funny. Whenever he says things, he's really funny, and but, everybody like, but likes behind him. the scenes, secretly, Elvis and Johnny Cash are super close because yeah, Elvis and they're is doing all the kinds drugs of drugs together. From Johnny they, Cash. Yeah, they used to like in elementary school, they were best buds, but then they just went separate ways. So now they just nod at each other in the hall. They do that like their, you know, I circles see you. won't allow it. Yeah. Yeah, that is a really. We just wrote a good movie. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Who would you pick to play Elvis, and who would you pick to play Johnny Cash? Ooh, don't say Walking Phoenix. Already been done. True. Yeah, I walked out of that movie. Oh yeah, I remember that. Walked out of that. I walked out of it because you never meant to see it. Really, you're just bored. You're hanging out with friends. It was the only movie showing in uh, Napanee Theater. I walked in there and like it was just so slow. And I was I was in like middle school or something, so Uh, it was super boring. I was like, "Fuck this movie." I bet John Hamm (laughs) could play either one of them. Dude from Mad Men. Uh, I'm going John Hamm for Elvis. Dye his hair black. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it might work. John Hamm would be Elvis, and then for Johnny Cash. The mm. guy that played Red Foreman, <laughs> Kirkwood Smith. <laughs> He's like, fuck? Cash, I'm going to put my foot up your ass. <laughs> Wild card, bitches, Nicolas Cage. Oh, I thought you were going to say Charlie <laughs> Kelly or a Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Oh, um, God. Charlie Day would be, would be great. a good Johnny Cash, though? Oh, speaking of that. That's hard. Joaquin um, Phoenix, like, nailed the fuck out of it. Mm, I don't know. I didn't see that movie, so. <laughs> he did oh, a good also, job. Um, speaking of uh, Charlie Ooh, John Day. John C. Riley, obviously. No. no, no, no! You don't want none of this. <laughs> you know, no Dewey Cox can't just transfer it over. Oh my God! That'd be yeah, yeah. John C. Riley is a really good serious actor. No, what? Yeah, no, uh, John C. Riley is amazing. I saw one movie. With He's him, in my uh, favorite movie. There's something about Kevin. I think that's the name of it. Something about Kevin. That's the name of the movie, and he's like the dad in it. I think that's what it's called. Oh, I'm thinking of a uh, Kevin who lives at home. He's in so much stuff. Yeah, he's in. He shows up everywhere. He's cool guys on too. <laughs> He was in uh, some movie called uh, Brothers Sisters or Brothers Cousins or something like that. It was him and <laughs> it's about Alabama. <laughs> it was him and somebody else, but it was really good. It kind of got like lost in the ethos of. I think that this is uh, this is definitely the oldest group of musicians oh. we've interviewed yet. Easily, right? Yes. Uh, yes, and uh, sorry to go back to that John C. Riley movie <clears throat> I was talking about. It's called The Sisters Brothers, 
and it came out uh, two years ago, and it's um oh it's uh, John C. Riley and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh dang, it's really good. Y'all should look into it. I'm beginning to think that I might have made up. Oh no, it's called We Need to Talk About Kevin. Ah uh, yeah, that's with the the big paper mache head, right? Oh uh, dude, that was really good. Is it paper it's mache head guy? Me and Corey watched that. I thought that was Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, yeah, that is Frank was yeah, good. Yeah. That's Michael Fassbender. Frank. I haven't That's seen Frank. Magneto. Is it good? What? Frank's good. Yeah, Frank's I, great. I great. It's fucking weird, but it's good. All right, I'll watch okay, it. Okay, it's uh, I'll watch it's it got, uh, It's got Ezra Miller, who you might know as the Flash from the Justice League movie, or he's also in a Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm. He's also in Harry Potter. He's, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, he's got Tilda Swinton. Who is just great in everything she touches. Hey, wasn't she Gabriel once? She was Gabriel and Constantine, mm-hmm. who we were also recently talking about, <laughs> yeah. who did, was one of the best parts of that movie. That's the only reason I remember. Oh, yeah, and Jake Gyllenhaal is in Brothers Sisters. Yeah, Sisters Brothers, yeah. My man, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, here's the, the summary. It's the plot summary. Kevin's mother struggles to love her strange child, despite the increasingly dangerous things he says and does as he grows up. But Kevin is just getting started, and his final act will be beyond anything anyone imagined. And yeah, I it's I recommend it. It's a, it was a sleeper hit to me. It didn't get a lot of press. One of those movies, kind of like Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon, yes. But back to what you were saying, Tyrell. Yes, um, Magic Hat is easily consists of the oldest members that we've ever had on the show. So if you ever want a perspective from a bunch of dudes who were playing music before most of us were probably born. Unless you're Tyro, who was born in 1917. <laughs> exactly. I did the homeless gospel choir thing, but instead of 1983, <laughs> it's like 1917. Or you could quote John Mayer and say 1983. I think that song was called 1983 by a homeless gospel choir. I think it was. Oh. Oh, Chris, I actually just got a, you bought, when's that record going to get here? Our friend Derek, a uh, former guest, he uh, went on tour in the UK and he uh, snuck back. Some, oh, not snuck back. Like, those snuck. are his records. Yeah. But he in brought back rectum. some uh, variants. Mm-hmm. Some, some European his- variants. Um, I don't really know when it's coming. When it's coming. Um, let me look. What? It is 1983. Ah, that's also a John Mayer song. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Homeless Gospel Choir? Yes, I am. What? Yes, I am. Good. 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 Thanks for listening. Um, continue <laughs> to listen to our interview with Magic Cat and have a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> the three of us are Southsiders. Dave's out there a little ways. Southwest. Southside. That's funny. This is fun. I, uh, I think you guys live closer to here than I, than I do. <laughs> oh, and definitely Nick. Nick lives. I live in Etna Green in a made-up place. It's not. It's by oh, Warsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Population four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me. And that's my intermediate family. Yeah, it's his house. Don't blink. You'll miss it. How green is Etna, yeah. by the way? <laughs> yeah, not my area. It's pretty gray, actually. I live next to the cemetery. <laughs> I've been corn. through there lots years ago. Hey, the neighbors are quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Something to be said for that, I suppose. Yeah, well, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Welcome to the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. Tyrell's not here. He's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he 
You said that so sad. Terrell's <laughs> not here. I won't, I'm not I'm a, happy. I'm going to put sad music behind that. <laughs> Please Terrell's do. Terrell's not here. <laughs> Today we're here. We're joined by the members of Magic Hat, and we are here to set the mood at the scene of the crime, and we have no regrets about it. How's oh it going, guys? Good. Good. Wow. Good. How's good. it going? Very good. Yeah. Very good, good leader. Woo-hoo. And Alex mm-hmm. is here. Hey, I'm in Magic Hat now. Yeah. Oh, really? No. He's, like, He's our cheerleader. <laughs> you guys want to go around, introduce yourselves? I don't yourselves. want to see him in his cheerleading skirt. Not into that. You guys want to go around, introduce yourselves, tell us what you play? I'm Southside Jim, and I play guitar. I'm Tom Morfanos, and I play drums. Keith Worrell, keyboards, vocals. Ooh. Dave McCubbins, bass guitar. Don't oh. even... Pitch in, Alex. Surely. <laughs> I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm the moral support. <laughs> and I do the spin kicks. <laughs> there you go. So um, tell us a little bit about Magic Hat real quick. Cause, uh, I mean, a lot of the people around here aren't really familiar with your band. I did see you guys at Cheers once. Uh-huh. I don't I remember. We've played there a few times. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah we, we, we have. We've played yeah, around. Um, I don't know. Probably not the same circle of you know music scene. Um, although we've, we've done some, you know, it's, I guess it's hard to pin us down as far as where we belong and stuff like that. We're kind of old school, kind of arena rock, you know, style. If um, I did my research correctly, uh, formed in 2015. Yep. Awesome. Nice. Right. Right. We got started. Well, we've yeah, all known each other a lot longer than that. From yeah. Bands right, and right. things yep. like that. So. I can already tell just cause of, like the chemistry we with you guys that right. you know you guys are friends you guys know each other there's something right. there we do a lot of charity events too, and awesome. things like that you know anytime we get a chance to play for anything something for vets know. or families or mm-hmm. anything like that that yeah. we can help out we, with we, we like to step up for that so so anyways uh the first question we'd like to ask our guests it's actually a two-part question well the first part is have you guys seen um back to the future the movie yes the first oh, yeah. one yeah. yes okay so you know at, at the end imagine you're the dad and you see that your son, in quotation marks, looks exactly like the kid that your wife had a crush on in high school and has the same name of him. Are you not going to have some questions? Or what's going on with that? <laughs> happens to me all the time. <laughs> Yo, this looks like Marty. <laughs> Remember high- Marty from high school? Our son looks exactly like him <laughs> and is named Marty. How did I name him the same? <laughs> I'd have some questions. Right. I'd be <laughs> super worried. If he fucked up, I would not go easy on him. <laughs> <laughs> One would have to wonder about that. One would. Right, right. Yeah. But that's actually not the first question <laughs> we ask on the Toon Junkies podcast. Okay. The first question we actually ask is, what was the first concert you ever attended? Rush. Yeah. Nice. Ah, d- ah. So, he, to preface this, I know every one of their answers is going to make me mad because they're going to be great. And I seen Rush back in the 70s when they played Ferris University oh. in Michigan. Oh Rest in God. peace. When they were just yes. getting started. Oh, damn. You saw you saw Rush before they were big, heavy icon before Rush. Neil. Yes. Damn. Before Neil? They weren't Rush. They were just Neil. stalling. Yes, it was before Neil. Yep. Damn. The original drummer. Really, was I, didn't, I, wasn't, I didn't know that. Then that. the next concert was Frank Zappa. In the oh place. my God! Right. All right, this is gonna this is gonna be really I irritating, so but really awesome at the same time. My very first concert, barely remember it, but I do remember it. It was 1974. My sister had to take me to see Chicago 
at the ACC. Nice. Chicago kicks ass. Chicago. I was six years, six years old. Chicago that was a little Nikki rips. reference. <laughs> got stuck with me because she had to babysit. Yeah, well. So she had to take me. Oh, well, yeah. If I was babysitting, the person I was babysitting said, let's go see Chicago. I'd be down. Oh, yeah. Or if sure, I was yeah. a babysitter and I was, or if I got I'll stuck. Be like, we're going to see Chicago. We're going to see Chicago and you're coming with you little I, I saw so many cool concerts. Uh, yeah. yeah. Throughout the years, but my first concert, which is really going to probably trip everybody out, was Elvis. Elvis. No shit. And, uh, Holy yeah. shit. He came to uh, Notre Dame at the ACC, and Ooh. my mom took me there. I think I when was, was like, that? Because I, I was like eight years old. Yeah, I was like eight years old or something. My dad was in the service with Elvis. Yeah. What? He was. Yeah. This is fucking tripping me out. Yeah. So for my, my first, my first concert was Elvis, man. Yeah, that was so cool. Had to be about seventy-four. It's about seventy-four. Yeah, I think I was no, about was, nine he, years so old. So he'd be dead within the year then. Yeah. I got to stand no, outside. I could hear him singing in there. Oh really? Right. Okay. I know. Right. Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all grandpas and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah well, this, this was what I was expecting. I was expecting sweet stories of like icons that right. you're like, oh yeah, I saw them before they were big. Like, mm, I, mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I was never born in the wrong era. I still never would have expected it. Elvis. That's I so don't know cool. if I've ever met it. I know my grandparents right. were like yeah, super I've been to Graceland, in. actually. I yeah. Mean, yep. Yeah. Damn. Back when I was in the service, I went to Graceland. I was stationed in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Just outside of Memphis. No shit. Went to Graceland and checked it out. That was shortly after I went back. <laughs> Saw Judas Priest at the Morris Civic years ago. Nice. Too. That was oh, cool. I've, I've cool. seen Judas yeah, Priest. I've seen Judas Morris Priest. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. My very first concert was Three Dog Night. Oh, that's yeah. a good show. Yeah. Yeah. is the Right. right. But the first show. real rock show I went to was Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes Ted with Brownsville Nugent. Station. Right. Okay. In in Brownsville Station, one of their Ted guitar Nugent. players is one of my guitar students. Wow. Ted Nugent's Ted Nugent rips. You gotta tell him about the time you got kicked out of a Kansas show. <laughs> what? You got okay? No, no, we don't no. want to go into no, that. No, no. Let's Your fault. let's you brought fill the him, tea, Dave. boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned about this. How did you get ago. kicked out of a Kansas show? This is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, you don't have to. You don't want to. Listen, I don't. I don't like to own up to this, this but my son went to Fort Wayne here in a snowstorm, and I just told him about my experience. But mm-hmm. uh, we had the bright idea we were going to go see uh, Kansas at uh, Fort Wayne Coliseum. Yeah. And uh, their opening act was Cheap Trick. Okay. Ooh, and yep. Cheap nice. Trick had just come out with their first album, and. Um, we didn't know that much about them, and I really, to the, you know, nowadays I can appreciate Cheap Trick. They're mm-hmm. a great band, uh, but when they first came out, it, that's exactly what it was—a Cheap Trick. It had <laughs> twenty guitars, you know, uh-huh. you know, for the guitar player that wore a baseball cap. Um, you know, kind of look like a real goon, you know, <laughs> like a nerd. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and tight, you know, the tie up a, to his neck and a all drummer, that stuff, you know, that was. Uh, Wore a white shirt and black rimmed glasses, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, they had some. The singer and the the bass player were, you know, like pretty boys, but uh, the rest of it was just, it was a, a cheap trick. Yeah. So we got there and they're doing. They come out with "Hello, there, ladies and gentlemen," you know, and we're there to see Kansas, you know. What right. I mean, you know, the heavy stuff, you mm-hmm. know, the good rock and roll music, <laughs> and of course we had been. It was we were in a snowstorm and we had been drinking whiskey on the way down there, you know, and. <laughs> Passing, actually, the bypass was closed, um, or what do they call it, US 30, mm-hmm. but we went anyway. So I'm on a CB telling these uh, truckers to get out of my way, 
you know, and uh, what do you call Monte Carlo, and we made it into the Coliseum and snuck a bottle of booze in with us, and about halfway through Cheap Tricks' uh, show, I threw it uh, at the, the stage. <laughs> no shit. And it went over uh, Cheap Tricks' uh, stage and landed in the Kansas group, and they sent their roadies out. Oh, no. And then I was getting ready to throw another can of 7-Up <laughs> at them, and they grabbed me up and threw us all out. Oh, my God. What do you call uh, outside the door of the, the Coliseum? And uh, they said, if you don't leave, you're going to jail. And we pranced back in there, and off to jail we went. <laughs> <laughs> no way. So that's enough of the story. Okay, that's that awesome. is crazy. I mean, it sucks, but that is that's, so punk. in hindsight, that's a great story. That's all the right. funniest sight was seeing my drummer who went with me, you know, uh, and if he hears this podcast, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He wore glasses and had really long straight hair. Mm-hmm. And when we spun out the door, I'm looking at him spinning on the ice. It was 20 below zero, you know, on his fanny, you know what I mean? His glasses are all <laughs> tipped around, you know, I was like, man, this is not a good day. The apple never falls like far from the tree. Mm-hmm. So. Um, normally I'd be like, let's take it back to the beginning. And I was trying to figure out a way to say this, but, uh, you guys are a little bit older than our typical guests. Is that fair to say, Chris? <laughs> Experience. No, no. Seasoned. Seasoned. So I don't think, I have a feeling that your music career did not start with Magic Hat. So mm. let's just take it back to the beginning and. Oh Your other God. projects growing up and stuff like that. Let's, let's hear about it. Let's start on Dave's side this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got done talking for a half an hour. <laughs> you just told one of the cool stories, though. Oh, I don't know. You know, um, I started with a guy named Richard Decca. He was really big into doing Jimi Hendrix uh, uh, music, and he could do it to a T. I mean, he was excellent at it. And, you know, I really didn't – I've been faking <laughs> being a musician for a long time, and I've got pretty good at it, you know what I mean? Until you make uh, it. You know, and uh, so I'm not the virtuoso, but uh, I started playing blues and Hendrix. You know, we did a lot of shows together. We formed a band called uh, Split Second, brought Gary Haley into the band. It was the first time we ever had a singer that was really good, and he's still uh, out there playing shows, you know, and uh, I think Driving Rain is the name of his band. And then I moved on to a band called Van... Ground Control. Ground Control, control. okay. He's had a bunch of them, too. (laughs) And then I um, joined up with a lady named uh, Elizabeth Van Camp. I was in Van Camp for quite a few years. We did a lot of opening shows for, like, Spencer Davis, Humble Pie, Head East, uh, Robin Trower. I hope I didn't say that already. But um, And then after um, Van Camp... Uh, years, um, we went on and formed a band called Blastermind. That's when I met Keith, our singer now, and uh, we did quite a few uh, original shows with that. It was very good music. It's out there on uh, YouTube. If you look it up, it's B L A S T E R M I N D. Then we stuck a Y in there, but you, you'd still find it. Many good songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. And after that broke up, um, we formed Magic Hat, and here we are. Here so we yeah, are. we've got a lot of. You know, history in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in music, and it'll happen, and then all the guys that are out there right now, one day will probably be sitting in this chair saying the same thing. You know, oh, I started back in Goshen, you know. And I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I, I, hope, I hope we're here that long. Right. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah, I, uh, music's been around my house my whole life. My dad's a musician. 
I play saxophone and trumpet. Hey, I, uh, I grew up playing alto. Well, nice. And I mean, when I got older, they switched me to tenor, but it's the same thing. Right. So, yeah. So I would help. Uh, I took up drums when I was younger, and I would kind of help play when he would practice. I would play rhythm for it. And mm-hmm. My older brother's a bass player, really good bass player, and he got me into playing guitar when I was younger. First band that really started playing gigs was Velvet Hammer. Was the name of the band I we, play, love we, that we, name. we played? <laughs> we played uh, the local area. Popular. I was uh, I was like fifteen or sixteen at the time, so I wasn't supposed to be out in the bar when when you know it was going down. But you know damn well I was out in the bar. Oh, when yeah. it was going down. I know some people like that. <laughs> but uh, it's a boy. <laughs> later in hi- in in high school, uh, all original band I was in was called Visions. We I were like together. We were together for ten years and put out like 50 originals or whatever so and nothing ever really became of that we you know it was one of those things you thought it mm-hmm. was going to happen and it just didn't happen you know what yeah. i mean the stars weren't in line or whatever you know well, what i'm 50 saying 50 originals for a lot of the you know artists out here that's like an inf- infinite like amount of time away mm-hmm. you know right. yeah. and i did an acoustic thing uh did an acoustic thing for a little while with another buddy. We called it Second Story. Did a lot of old classics and, you know, two-man group, harmonizing vocals, that kind of mm. thing. And then Dave said the rest of it, Blaster Mind, Magic Hat, here we are. You know, we just, Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Thank you, Jim. God, I'm having a brain cramp. <laughs> that's the first band I've seen you play. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. My, first my brother and I finally got to, to jam in a band together, and it was Element. And and we we played together for years, and it was really cool to the money we took from that, we were able to throw my parents a really cool 50th wedding anniversary party. Awesome. So cool. it was, you know, it was a good time, and, you know, but yeah, like, like playing originals, you know, I don't mind covers, but mm-hmm. my heart's always been in, mm-hmm. you know, creating well, originals. And we wanted to see what we could come up with ourselves. Exactly. There's more like of a pride thing mm-hmm. when it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing a cover, but when there's like a special element that you. That comes when nice. you write your own Pond material Master. and Way to you're go. performing it. That was Not good. Bad? That was good. Thank that you. Was very good. <laughs> Pun definitely intended. <laughs> I was like, what's the right word? Hit it, Tom. You're Me. up. Oh, God. Um, well, <clears throat> I started playing drums. Uh, I didn't start playing drums until I was 18. Okay. Um, before that, I played trombone in school, but never came in. Hey, low brass is cool, though. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. yeah, so when I graduated high school, I took my graduation money and walked into a pawn shop, saw a drum set, I bought it and never looked back. <laughs> nice. Not yeah. kidding. Um, my first band, if you want to call it a band, uh, was called Industrial Strength Chaos. We were That's really a cool name. That sounds badass. Yeah, it was fun. We were just... Tom's our punk rocker. We, yeah, we're just, yeah. we were just hey, three stoner punks, rocker. you know, wanting to just play, you know, and uh, although the bass player was a pretty good bass player, uh, the guitar player and I were just beginning and we didn't know much. So, mm-hmm. so came a punk band. <laughs> I was going to say, that's perfect. That's how you start. Story. That's, that's, that's where everybody starts, yeah. you know. Funny, and, that uh, you, yeah, funny that you should say that because today, February 7th, 2020, is also International Clash Day. Interesting. I love the Clash. Clash uh, 40 awesome. years ago, that awesome clash, album came oh, yeah, out. Yeah, the yep. Clash, yep. And. Uh, after that, you know, short-lived thing, I, I played in a lot of different cover bands over the years. Too many to mention, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll skip them all. Because um, <laughs> I was also married. We didn't play out. We didn't do anything. So I, I spent most of my time playing, but not 
doing much in the music scene. Mm-hmm. You know, going out and seeing my friends' bands play, that was about the fun. Um, but when I went through my divorce, I decided to go back and start playing again. Uh, I did play, my most recent projects were uh, uh, 15 Stories, mm-hmm. which was about 10 years ago, lasted a few years, and I, it got around. We, we were mostly a cover band. We did some originals, but we did a lot of the heavier stuff, Corn and Ooh. stuff like that. Yeah, we, nice. were, we were heavy. Um, yes. New metal type stuff. Um, L-I-M-P. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, we did some right dance volume, you know, yeah. but it was it was more on the heavy side. Um, after that, uh, I tinkered with uh, um, Randy and the Finks for a short period of time. Um, I worked with John Vauder for a while, actually twice, one in Vauder. And then more recently, when this band formed, I also had another project called Copper House, and that that's also been around for about five years. Okay, yeah, I, I've seen Copper House too. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, unfortunately, um, our guitar player from Copper House had a very serious uh, yeah, health condition back in November. He had a heart attack. What a good guy, too. Really cool yeah. guy. Yeah. So, so uh, see, uh, it was real sad yeah. to see that going on. In so family. that that project's on indefinite hiatus. Mm. So uh, I don't I don't know what's going to happen going forward. I'm just we're just praying for him and mm-hmm. hoping for the best and hopefully one day he'll be able to step back up and we were in the middle of actually recording new material. We did release um five songs that we did finish here at the end of last year. Um there's more that we didn't finish mm-hmm. but without John it's going to be best wishes to John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sure. uh a few I was the one talking to you when we were when you were messaging the page the other day, yeah. and you were asking me, "Hey, well, uh, what song would you like?" And he's like, "You want something heavy?" And now hearing what you just told me about how you used to play heavier stuff, I'm not surprised that it was you that was like kind of. Well, you know, know your audience kind of thing. I mean, well, I don't know who you're, you know, what your what your listening core is. I mean, we're kind of diverse. In fact, um, we got we're actually working right now. We just started on a whole new set of uh, songs we're recording mm. right now awesome. which are going to be you know our first two eps you know on the, rather on the heavy side a couple ballads but this next stuff is going to be uh, what would you say uh, very zeppelin-esque yeah Ooh. there's a lot of different there's a lot of different aspects Gross. going on we're, we're testing new waters we're nice. bringing in some some of our big influences like zeppelin-esque zeppelin-esque variety is a spice of life yeah so the, the we're which really is nothing wrong with that. that no no so and it's always fun to like uh, kind of push yourself into doing something that maybe you're not as comfortable with, but it gets you to like experience a different a different mood, a different style. Well, it make, makes you come at it from a different approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite bands, like they do a entirely different style of music every album they make. The Frights. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you work with a group of people that have a lot of different experiences and pasts and things like that, and you kind of want to you want to give everybody a you know uh, the opportunity to throw you know something that they like in and. You know, I'm a weird punker, and these guys are, you know, <laughs> just weird. I dig it. Just weird, yeah. I they're, dig they're, it. they're just metalheads. Yeah. Okay, from, now you want to hear generation. about my background? Yeah, let's hear about it, Jimbo. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I hated that, actually. Actually, I got started playing guitar very young, at 10 years old. My grandfather was a concert guitar player no for the big band era. Oh, sweet. So you're talking Tommy Dorsey, Glenn Miller, that kind of stuff. Okay. And growing up as a kid, I watched him play, and it always intrigued me, the sound that he could make on the guitar. Mm -hmm. So when I got to be old enough to have enough attention to be able to learn (laughs) to play, my grandfather bought me a little three-quarter harmony guitar and started teaching me the basic chords. Mm -hmm. And from there, we'll we'll flash up to my teen years and garage bands and this and that. 
Then I went into service in the Marine Corps for four years, and I got out in 1981, and I hit my first real rock and roll band called Turbo. Well, thank you for your service, first of all. Appreciate that. So Turbo lasted about seven or eight years. Um, Cover classic cover band, Mm -hmm. you know all the songs that were popular at the time. You said it was like a cover band. Yeah. Okay. You said in '81. Eighty-one. What kind of songs were you covering then? Some of the same stuff we would cover these days, but you're talking Foghat, Zeppelin, nice. uh, Credence. Yes, thank you. CCR, all nice. that kind of stuff. Uh, Deep Purple night. was out. Just a, a multitude. Anything that mm-hmm. you would hear on the radio, right. pretty much. Nice. Is, and then from once Turbo broke up, I formed a band called Bad Reputation. And we were together in the same format. We changed drummers a couple times, but the main three guys was Don Spear, myself, Rick Fulton, and uh, we had Ray Stewart on drums, but we had a a few other people on drums. That band was together over 20 years. Oh, that's so cool. And we figured it out from the 20 years that we played how much money we made playing, and it Uh was over 10 grand apiece. Damn. In those 20. Do you guys do any Joan Jett covers with a name like that? No, we didn't do that. I did Dang. some of that stuff when I had my daughter in a band called yeah. Arch Rival. Okay. Ooh, my daughter I like these names. sings like a bird, man. I'm telling you what, this kid, and she plays guitar as well. I yeah. taught her to play, but she can sing the phone book. I don't care if it's ACDC <laughs> or Ozzy or mm-hmm. Christine Aguilera or nice. anything. She can sing it, so she's oh, yeah. just the bomb as far as the vocals i didn't get that kind of voice <laughs> <At an estimate. laughs> but, I, but i do some backups with with magic hat to kind of help keith out and help fill things out a little bit and anyways flash forward to 2007 i'm in michigan now i, I didn't know any of these guys mm-hmm. i moved from michigan down here because my dad was here yeah, to be closer to my dad and thank god i did because it would be 10 years almost to the day that my dad passed away mm. in february of this this month to 12th would be three years he's been gone so i had 10 years with my dad that i would not have had if i hadn't moved right but when i moved the first band i saw was keith's band element oh yeah so that's where we, we kind of struck up a friendship and you know we kind of knew each other but we didn't really the stars in the line for us to all play together right and i got into some other projects and these guys did the blaster mind thing and we did some things some couple shows together and then 20 flash forward 2015 and these guys are all playing, but they didn't have a guitar player. They said, Jim, what do you think? I said, well, hey, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, and the rest of it's history. At an estimation, how many years of combined experience, experience would you guys guess that you had? A thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that much. That's the exact number I, we're I looking for. Congratulations. That's <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Chris from the Tune Junkies podcast. So, I don't know about you, but I'm not much of a car guy. In fact, I've often referred to myself as automotively illiterate, which makes it difficult when my car needs work because I find it hard to trust someone with something I don't know anything about. Well, I'm here to tell you I found just the guy. Automedic is a trustworthy name in the car repair game and convenient. I was able to set up an appointment for while I was at work. Just handed over the keys, went back to work, and 30 minutes later, boom, my oil was changed and they even topped off my fluids. Automedic is a mobile house call automotive triage service. No mess, no fuss, no hassle. 
on-location oil changes, brake jobs, and more. So next time your schedule is booked solid, but your car is really needing some attention, give Automedic a call. Find them on Facebook and schedule your appointment today. Tell them the Tune Junkies sent you for 10% off your next service. That's so a cool. lot. All right. I'm 60. Yeah. Uh, 50 years for me, too. No, I'm 60. I'll be 61 this year. I got 40. I got 30. I've been playing since I was 18, so I'm 51. Uh, yeah, 33 years I've been playing on and off. I got 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> my, my parents were ministers, right? <laughs> yeah. Preachers, they had their own church. So, of course, I was exposed to, you know, church music. All kinds of gospel Holy music. Rollers. That explains why you got kicked out of a Kansas show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So uh, It's not the preacher's daughter thing. It's the preacher's son thing, you know. So I got a picture that I like to show around. It's actually on my Facebook page, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'm probably about five or six years old. I got an acoustic guitar and, and, uh, you know, strung up. And Mm -hmm. what do you call my buddies in back of me beating on a drum set, you know, in the church. And that's how it all really started. You know, we just never stopped. Praise Jesus. That's it. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I like the Christmas version best. You always have the Lord by your side. (laughs) That's right. I was so pleased to be informed of this that I run 20 red lights in his honor. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who said that? We do not condone that behavior, listener. (laughs) Do you know who said that? Please obey all traffic laws. The Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. It was in a song. I just had to explain to someone the other, there was a show last weekend, they were playing Brown Sugar. And I had to explain to someone what that song was about. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. Whoa, the fuck, really? Yeah, it's the Rolling Stones. They can sing about whatever the fuck they want. Dude, I learned, today I learned and they'll about put a, it on the radio. Today, today I learned about a song called Strawberry Wine. Yep, I, I remember that. And the dude told me, he said, dude, this is about the first time she gave a blowjob. What? <laughs> Yeah, so check that song out. Put the <laughs> put the lyrics together and uh, no, we cannot. All right, so I guess we got a little bit of a brief history of each of you. How does Magic Hat form? Are you guys all the original members? Um, yeah, uh, actually, before Magic Hat formed, Jim and I had a cover little three piece cover band, and they were doing Blaster Mind, and they had a show they were supposed to do on Labor Day weekend. At the, at the uh, which Angel. is right down from my house, the 4-H fairgrounds for yeah. the MDA one, yeah, yeah the MDA, MDA run, run right? Yep. The and their drummer couldn't do it, so they were looking for somebody to sit in, mm-hmm. and they initially had asked us to, to open up for him as a cover band. So they called him. They're like, "We need a you know drummer," and I'm like, "Well, I'm a drummer. <laughs> I'm so, that." <laughs> so they they asked me, you know, can you learn these songs? And we got got together a couple times, rehearsed with uh, their guitar player. But and that was as Blaster mind. That was blaster mind. Yeah, was with Jerry and so I sat in and did that show, saved the show basically for everybody, you know, so we could actually perform it. It was fun. Hold for Humble brag. Yeah, hold for applause. <laughs> I lost so the video. Tom had the connections with Jim. Me and what do you call him? You know, Keith were trying to find some people that were interested yeah. in doing original music, which is not that yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Which is shortly after that, they I'm thrilled with Alex's, you know, people because you guys are not afraid to get up there and do what you feel inside and write a song and mm-hmm. let them know what you're saying. You know, so I, I approached uh, Tom and I said, "You and Jim," and I asked Keith if he was willing, and that's how we got it together. Yep. Started with me, and then we picked him up. A little bit afterwards, I'm, I'm the the newest old guy. <laughs> yeah, he was in he this, was the final this. piece of the puzzle. Nice, a puzzle that fits nicely. <coughs> Thank you. Nice. Yeah, as You're opposed welcome. to what? 
a shitty puzzle that doesn't fit. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> but Keith really had all the yeah, the original he's, ideas. He's, he's the he's the uh, songwriter. He is yeah. the prolific writer. All right, the then Keith. He's been a prolific writer all his life. He, he just loves to write. I got a question for you then, Keith. Um, yeah. I want to start doing this with four pieces if we have them all in the same room. Um, let's say you're Dorothy. Who's the <laughs> scarecrow? Who's the tin man? And who is the lion of your band? Putting you on the spot. <laughs> I think we were both and like the, ban- the banana answer. splits. Have you ever heard of the banana splits? <laughs> nah. That's snorky, right? <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, oh, that's a tough I, one. I would have to, you know, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. Really? I, I, yeah, but see, a, you have to be careful, though, because if you give someone the wrong name, it's going to spark a fight, and then Magic Hat's going to disband, and it's all going to happen here. <laughs> Who's a scarecrow? I was going to say Damn. Dave, right? <laughs> What's the line? I'm the wizard. There you go. Oh, the Tom, Tom would be the lion, and, and, and Jim would be the, the tall, uh, rusty tin man. <laughs> what, uh, what's yeah. the, the lion just like? The lion goes, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was the heartless one. Talk me out of it. <laughs> Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. 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 I do believe in spooks. I do believe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was one paw. <laughs> I thought you stayed at one paw. Okay, so why haven't you been the lion for Halloween? Right. What's wrong? You can do the voice. You got it. What are you waiting for? Well, I, I honestly, I think I, he might have missed his calling. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck podcasting. Broadway. Just go do that out of hey, um, in Hollywood. I can also do a Charlie in the Box mm-hmm. from uh, I see a Rudolph. YouTube channel brewing right now. <laughs> he uh-huh. goes, Welcome to the Island of Misfit Toys. Right. <laughs> I think That's people are going to tune into this podcast and go, What the hell was that? <laughs> Listen, we're a year deep. They already know. Yeah, they, they know, they know the what drill. they got themselves into. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Awesome. I still say drop your weapon. Drop your weapon. <laughs> oh, he's dropping his weapon. Oh, my God. He dropped his weapon. So what would you guys say are some of your inspirations for the music that you make? Oh, that has to go back to Other all, than Kansas. All the cover music that we played <laughs> yeah. in the past. Mine, uh, growing up, it was uh, Deep Purple, Led Ooh, nice. Zeppelin, ACDC, Big Time. You know, the, the straightforward type beats. You mm-hmm. know, Judas four, Priest, four, Fog Hat, Priest, Iron, Iron Maiden. I was a big Maiden. Nice. You know, I saw Maiden several times. You know, Deal. Priest. L- Ronnie James Dio, may he rest in peace. Yes, forever Saw rain, Dio, James Dio. Dio. You know, uh, that, that kind of music was always my kind of. You know, even Nazareth back in the day. Right. You know, Nazareth had their their thing going on. There's, there's just so many, so many good you know groups. Scorpions, you know, another. Oh, group. Scorpions is act is really. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some some of the older Scorpions is. Like, is well, many people yeah. say they hear some of that in our music. Some of those. Yeah. The elements it reminds of those bands. Them of some of that music that I was that trying era. To, yeah, I was trying to pin down what it reminded me of. It's like, it's but it so original. It doesn't but exactly sound like anybody, mm-hmm. but you can hear the influences of mm-hmm. it. It was so original, but it also had some like some familiar flavors to it, if that makes sense. I've always said mm-hmm. ACDC and Ozzy had a baby. Like, yeah. To be completely honest, mm-hmm. that's what I get out of it. Yeah, that's, that's true, to, especially on some of the songs, <laughs> for sure. So the entire band of ACDC had a child, which is Ozzy Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pink Floyd, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, nice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pink Floyd. Well, who couldn't be influenced by David Gilmore? I mean, right. Are you kidding me? 
Which favorite Pink Floyd Listener, album? if any of you don't like David Gilmore, stop Oops, listening to this right now. Yeah. I think mine is Wish You Were Here. Yeah. I I mean, from start to finish, <clears throat> I have to go with Dark Side. Okay. But I'm, I also wish but I like the wall. Really I like all the wall is amazing. The wall is awesome too. But I saw a laser show of the wall, and I wish I would have been on drugs for it. But <laughs> I can't remember next how time. many how many next midnight time. movies I went to to go see the wall. Yeah, in the theater, you know, and the midnight movies when I was a kid. Really, just completely, just mm. out of my skull. <laughs> wow, that movie is fucking crazy. Wizard of Oz is crazy. That's not what we're talking about. Get off the Wizard of Oz. What is up with that? I don't know, man. (laughs) Some Dorothy issue. I got a a Kansas asphyxiation. (laughs) That's why it is. You started off in Kansas. This is all coming together. Toto. This is your fault. Toto. (laughs) I bust the rings down in Africa. And that's what it brings. Yes, yes, that's Toto. It all comes back to you. Dude, this is weird synchronicities, man. Come full circle. What is going on here? Now we're going to announce our world tour of Kansas. world tour of Kansas. Oh, Ever man. been drove through Kansas, the state of Kansas? Why would I ever do that? It's not much to do. I'm telling you what, <laughs> you're not missing anything for eight hours no, because it's the same damn thing across that whole state. Kansas mm-hmm. is the equi- it, Kansas and Iowa are like the same thing mm-hmm. in just different spots of the country. I concur with that statement. I guess Nebraska is pretty boring. Nebraska is another one. Man, it's pretty straight corn, flat corn, and just corn, all fields. Call them the Great Plains, more like the Great Lames. <laughs> Whack. Boring. Unless you're into nice. corn, then it's yeah, probably corn. just like. If it was a, if it was a bunch of Jonathan Davises standing out in the field, I'd be all about it. But <laughs> it's not that corn. Nice. Oh, sorry. I have to pee. Oh, go for it. But I can, I... what? Go pee. All right. I'm not going to pee right here, though. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Thank you hey, very <laughs> much for one that. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> but real quick, before you go pee, I just want you to do one thing for me, real quick. Talk me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys come up with the name Magic Hat? <laughs> right here. Oh, oh really? Right Alex? How did I help? You came up with a name? You want to tell him? Go ahead, Dave. It all started with getting a gig. We got a gig. So you guys didn't have a we name? We didn't have a name. Oh, we nice. had a gig yeah. before we had a name. Yeah, we had a gig. In fact, I think we had a gig before we had a name and a guitar player, more or less. No, we had, a, we had, we had him because I wouldn't, you know, we... Oh yeah, yeah. We, we were down gig. to the we first show at Smith's right. oh, the first with show Bill Finn, and he says, "I need a name. I got to put a flyer oh, yeah, out." It was that. Yeah. Oh, it's like the first Spider-Man movie when he's like going to be a wrestler. He's like, "What's your name, kid?" <laughs> right. And Keith calls me up, you know, and says, "Hey, we got to have a name. He wants a name to put this flyer out. Doesn't have to be anything special. Just come up with something." So we're sitting there on the phone, going back and forth, shooting ideas and back and everything that I come up with. Keith, eh, I don't know, you know what I mean? And yeah. so. Finally, Alex had mentioned to me a couple days earlier, and that's when, uh, uh, what do they call it, the Mad Hatter, Alice in Wonderland yeah, had yeah, just yeah. come out. And, he, you know, he was really, I'm going to see that movie and that sort of thing. And I said, well, you know, that's real popular right now. How about something from the Alice in Wonderland, you know, like, uh, you know, the Mad Hatter. And he goes, you mean Magic Hat? I go, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he agreed on it. That, that's what was amazing. It's a good name. We've had Easily. a lot of. Luckily, nobody else had it. Well, yeah. it's not that. There's one called there's Magic, magic Hat Brewing and a bunch of other things, but yeah. not. But there's a Magic Hats band with plural, so we took the singular. 
Yeah. It wasn't one Singular. in South Bend. So Less no, is more. We're all aware. It's mm-hmm. one collective hat. Right. <laughs> That's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a question, but I also am kind of weary because I don't want you guys to sound like curmudgeons. But I am very curious. Having been in the music scene for as many seasons longer than you've been alive that's yes i'm trying to not sound like be like you guys are old no so you just did though okay boomer (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) 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 score one for tom he got it he fucking got it first okay boomer on this podcast of 2020 (laughs) yes congratulations but do i get an award uh, no. I'll give you a crisp high five later. <laughs> crisp high five. I've been saving that the whole, the whole podcast. He's like, I was waiting, waiting for you. One of you guys to say it. I'm just like waiting. Moment. I'm like, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but uh, having been in music for as long as you have, how have you seen, not how have you seen, how has the evolution of music um, struck you? Like, is it interesting in a way? Is it all like... Do you see it kind of diluting and getting more simple, or is it more intricate? What do you, what is your two cents on the matter? You asking me? I think Everybody, asking also all of us. I see it coming back around. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. uh, when our oldest was down at Purdue. This was several years back. Uh, her friends were listening to Zeppelin and, mm. and stuff like that. It kind of, you know, everything kind of comes yeah, back around. You know, I mean, the it's like fashion and things. It it, it does make cycles. Mm-hmm. But I will say there was an era of music, the grunge thing that wasn't real crazy about. I mean, the Pearl Jam, the um, stuff like that. And I like Pearl Jam as a band, but. From that era on, there wasn't any leads in music. It was all just crunching rhythm. Yeah. And th- there it was did, no the, the solo thing kind of died out. Yeah, no, kind of died out. Now it's, it's starting to make its way mm-hmm. back in. And, and we, in but our music, has, it, it's, it's an integral part of it. It mm-hmm. needs to be there. That yeah. grunge era provided a lot of great music, but also just as much bad music. Oh, I yeah. Agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But that's I mean, also I think the concept of the you know hard driving rhythm and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you put a good lead with it, yeah, that it makes it stand out. That makes it say something. Mm-hmm. Is is much better than just anybody can go up there and strum three chords. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is true. That is very it's true. Not if you don't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one thing about well, you I've seen them use their feet, you know. man. <laughs> <laughs> seen that happen. Well, the one thing I see, you know, on on a you know, on a massive scale, on the on the, on the commercial side, mm-hmm. uh, is the the retreat from mini rock and roll, and you've yeah. noticed that. I've seen that happen in since the '80s, mm-hmm. um, where pop is king and everything else yep. is not worth their time or mm-hmm. money. Well, um, I, I, I see. I you see a lot of a, a lot of. I mean, I've been doing the 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 you know original music scene for for <laughs> a number of years now, and I've done a lot of opening acts. You know. For touring bands, I've mm-hmm. played with some some pretty good names, you know. But even those people who used to play arenas are struggling now to even get into some clubs. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. what you're seeing is is all that 
commercialization going away from rock and more rock going into the indie world. Um, indie rock right now is probably better than anything that's commercial right mm. now. And, and that's just my opinion from hearing, you know, doing all the, I, I guess I'm the front man on the internet for, for the band, so I do a lot of interaction and right. networking He's and things like that. Geek. And <laughs> yeah, I'm the IT guy. Um, but you know, as far as social media goes and things like that, I mean, the 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 indie rock that's out there is far superior than when I turn on the radio and listen to the, the modern stuff that, that comes yeah. out. I mean, there are a few exceptions, but not many. But, yeah, I feel like half of the stuff when I hear it, I'm just like, how, how, why why are they playing that? Yeah, I feel like it's. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's just me being becoming more cynical as I. <laughs> Age no, but if you really go out and you listen on the down. internet, but if you go out and listen on the internet, there's there is a glut of great music out there. Oh yeah, but none of it's commercialized. I mean, they're all doing their own thing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the plus and minus you've gotten with the internet. You've gotten the plus. Well, bands like us don't have to get signed anymore. What signing is almost like a negative, yeah. even today. Um, you know, there's you know. A few more bucks would be nice. Yeah, well, but most of those contracts now. Of yeah, there's yeah, the, the contracts true. that are out there today. Don't they don't give you money? Yeah. They 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 basically put you in servitude, is what they do. Yeah, you know, you got so many shows and so many things you got to do and stuff like that. Where independent bands like us, we just go out and find shows and play them. We don't have to worry about any of there that. There are plenty of examples nowadays of bands that made it. Not even just bands, but like artists that have just made it to right. big stages sim- right. simply because they did the work and they found success literally through the internet when we do a lot there's a few justin bieber's one which i'm not a justin bieber fan but oh come on jim i thought you're a big fan lady gaga but what i would i would say to that yeah i agree there is uh, a guy out in california his name is tim bednars he does a total rock radio Mm -hmm. uh coar radio show and he has played our music ever since we sent it to him oh yeah and he promotes original main non-mainstream music unsigned artists things like that mm-hmm. and that's where we have kind of found our niche as far as getting our music out yeah, there there's, there's and we can't thank tim enough and, and i hope he gets a chance to hear this shout out to tim for, uh, yeah shout out to tim for supporting the scene we're playing magic hat oh, yeah. and uh he's he's had some really nice I'll comments about our music too nice. really nice compliments see that's what we kind of try to do we try to give a voice to the people that you wouldn't normally hear from mm-hmm. right and that's what's going on right now you, there's a lot of podcasts yeah. independent radio stations and just internet radio stations yeah. that want the music and you go out and listen to them and some of them do podcasts some of them do live broadcasts you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that and there, there's hundreds of them out there Let and me that's what i've been doing step in and say something there. here too um one thing magic hat really wants to appreciate you as the new generation of rock the and what you guys are folks, doing yeah. mm-hmm. you know i've learned about this from my son of course mm-hmm. you know the Thanks spin Alex. kick you know for letting us come and be a part of mm-hmm. a show that you guys you know are involved with you know it's really awesome i mean you've heard our history we've been in this mm-hmm. a long time but if it wasn't for you and your interest in what was going on where it all came from mm-hmm. we wouldn't be here today so well, the I'm, younger folks certainly wouldn't be hearing us, that's for sure. Right, <laughs> right, right. And, you know, we played a show down at Smith's, you know, and one of the guys come up and goes, your music is where we got started mm-hmm. from. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, yeah, speaking of Smith's. kudos to you. Hats off yeah. to you. Speaking yeah, into that. It's not a <laughs> – it would be crazy. You know, I, we talk to a lot of metal kids and stuff like that, but it'd be stupid for us to say that none of them – 
ever listened to like classic rock because that's what we all raised we were all raised on we all know about <laughs> zeppelin and the doors and pink floyd and the doors the fucking greats i guess be nowhere without ted Dietrich, man Fucking cast fader, baby. When he was in a, a car carrier, I used to play Ted Nugent for him, and he'd sit there and slap the, the big <laughs> smile, you know. And yeah, just when I thought I couldn't love you, if anymore. his mom knew I did that, you know. Kid Rock, Kid Rock, ZZ Top. Wait, you, did you say Kid Rock? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, with a bar, baby. ZZ Top, ZZ Top, you got me. Dude, I I love Kid Rock, but I can't. I run south for ZZ Top. I can't think. Kid Rock wasn't Joe Dirt. <laughs> Continue. Uh, back in the day, I worked at a place called North Northern Star Studios, and mm-hmm. we had outdoor concert venue. Where was this at? This was up in Macosta, Michigan. Okay. Oh, okay. So we have a little rule on the podcast <laughs> about making up words. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> making up words. Dude, I think but I worked in the studio, so I was involved happening. in a lot of these concerts. So that that's what that came from. Okay. Not only that, but I worked for Dan Earlywine, who was had the guitar hospital at that time. It's now called Gallup Guitars, where we worked on guitars for Ted Nugent, Tommy Shaw, uh, Albert King, B.B. <gasps> uh, King, B.B. King. King, Michael Bloomfield. All those guitars came into our shop to be repaired, refretted. Oh, shit. So, I, so got cool. to, I got to meet a lot of these people oh, when I was working for Dan. Like this, was, yeah. this was right when I got out of the service. That was one of the things I was doing at that time before. As well as playing in the mm-hmm. band and the you know nights and weekends and so forth, but during the day I worked for Dan at the guitar hospital, mm-hmm. and that's where I got my ability to fix, build, and repair guitars, in a, and got yeah. a chance to meet some really cool people. And I love that term, guitar hospital. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> I, I so cool. Of, yeah, I spent a lot of my married years working at Woodwind and Brasswind too, yeah, and I met was a at lot of music. Who? No, you, uh, Woodwind. And I was at Woodwind and Brasswind for Woodwind for Brasswind, fifteen years, and I met a lot of. A lot of famous people. I mean, yeah. probably the best one was Terry Bozio, man. Fix my alto. Terry Bozio, man. Just incredible drummer, incredible person. Yeah. And, um, just so many people we've met over the years. Right yeah. yeah. And we've all had had those brushes through our careers. Mm-hmm. Where you, we opened recently for Janet Gardner, who was with Vixen. No shit. No. An opening hey. show, yep. In, Sturgis, uh, Michigan. Nikki's. Yeah, so you oh, mentioned yeah, Ted Nugent. Yeah. Um, Copper House, just a couple of years ago, we opened up for uh, Derek St. Holmes. Yep. You know who that is. He's I'm not familiar. Not by name. He was Nugent's He's, front man for He was the years. singer in the first two albums. No shit. It was not Ted Nugent. Derek oh, I always Derek thought St. Ted Holmes. Nugent was, you know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe, uh, hopefully that's The band was called like Ted Nugent. There was a man in the band called Ted Nugent, but he did not sing. Those wow. And hmm. check this out. Ted Nugent's original drummer in the first couple albums was... Cliff Davies. Yeah. When Ted kind of went south for a while, Cliff Davies ended up in Cadillac, Michigan, teaching drums. One of my drummers at the time was taking lessons from him. Cliff came and sat in with us at a few of our gigs. What? Cliff, unfortunately, had some medical issues Mm -hmm. and took his own life. I think it was 2009. Was a terrible thing because what a talented and really mm-hmm. nice dude, a little Romanian dude, and I'm telling you what, he was a badass drummer, mm-hmm. badass, wow. good guy too. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have wished that on anybody. Yeah, but that's just when you have been at this this long and you run in these circles. Every once in a while, you get a brush of greatness. Yeah, Tom got the warm up battle cross. Mm-hmm. Now, Blaster Mine was supposed to do that show, but uh, <laughs> we, they we didn't want to pay us more than 50 bucks, so we backed out of it, and him and uh, 
Cop John Vauder went in and, and did the show. Um, yeah. oh, was that, that was the Golden Gnome or whatever? Yeah, the Golden Stole Gnome. Stole the gig. Uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> Stole, Stole our gig, man. Gig. But I went and saw them. They were yeah, great. Yeah, they were <laughs> that was the Vauder gig. That, that could have been your years. shot. Yeah. 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 That could have been the show. <laughs> yeah, Battle Cross. Battle Cross. Now you're in a sketch. You guys know Garage in Goshen, Indiana? No. Really? Not that I know of. Well, they're, you know... They sound Maybe fucking cool. Screamers. Battlecross? Battlecross. Yeah. 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 I would have I would have assumed death metal or like Battlecross. I ended up I was thirteen years old and ended up in a wall of death during their pit at Mayhem Festival. I ended up face down on the concrete, dude. It was terrifying. Oh, yeah, they're national. They're a national <laughs> act. Living know? for it. I don't know what you could see in that mosh pit thing, but that's uh, <laughs> Hey, I did it when I was it's a kid. It's cathartic. But it wasn't. We're gonna take over your aggressions and you throw them out. <laughs> he passed on all of that. He come out of that concert and his the soles were ripped off his shoes. Yep, I've seen you know? that. And here we stop at the Oasis at the McDonald's, you know, and mm-hmm. I walk in with Alex and his shoes are flopping. And <laughs> people are looking at me like, why don't you buy your what kids' shoes? You <laughs> yeah, but it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Bad dad. <laughs> Abuse. Abuse. What did you do to right. your son? <laughs> My parents have this uh, photo album of when I was little. And one of them was like my first day at preschool, and I have this giant black eye, and it's because like I was being stupid, and I ran into a corner of the coffee table, but my parents were like, "Oh God, they're gonna think we beat him," and, you know, <laughs> okay, stuff like so that. I'm no child psychologist, but the whole "I ran into something" <laughs> is a bunch of shit. <laughs> I'm gonna call your parents next time I see them. I fell down the stairs into a doorknob. <laughs> yeah, I I I fell. In the ice. Well, <laughs> I went to pick up my daughter one time. She was at school playing field hockey mm-hmm. and caught his hockey stick in the eye and a big old shiner. It's like, Oof. and I wanted to take her to dinner. You know, it's like, damn, people are going to think I did mm-hmm. something to this yeah. kid. And she was, thank God, she stood up for me. No, mm-hmm. no, it was my dad. Don't don't even go there. I play ice hockey. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. She was, you, you want know, one? Had, had yeah. get, you, you fucking want one? one? <laughs> you, want one? <laughs> you want some of this? You want some of this? But yeah, she had a big old shiner and it's like, Boy, that that didn't look Take good. It, it wasn't had nothing to do with me, thank they God. Have cards. Yeah, we got some of those. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, they have cards. But I've, yes. it's been and they been break. fun. I've enjoyed just sitting down and chatting. Cool. And thank yeah. you. And don't say don't say they break walls. <laughs> they break walls. Ah. Drywall, actually. Too. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for coming here today. Yeah. That was cool, man. Thank yeah. you. Where can we find your band and follow it on social media? Ooh, now you can plug the. Yes. Oh, we can plug everything guy? now. Okay, we're 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 on Facebook, Magic Hat One. If um also one the number. Yeah, the so number so one, it's yeah. Facebook dot com slash Magic Hat One. It'll take Magic you right Hat to our page, or you can go to Magic Hat dot Rocks. That also take you to our Facebook page. What? Love to find somebody to have that has time to make a website, but for now, Same. that's where it goes. I want a website. You could also just type in Magic Hat on Facebook; it'll take you to our. It will if you do in the search. Yeah, you'll find it too. You got this one we, and rocks yeah. and all this. We have a, I can't even go to that. You know? We have a Twitter account. It's Magic underscore Hat underscore Music. <laughs> Um, so on, on Twitter We're on all the streaming services Spotify our music and all that is on stuff. all the streaming services including Pandora oh Pandora see I keep running into people that still use Pandora <laughs> yeah and I'm like I didn't know Gosh. Pandora was still You'd be a thing, su- but actually Pandora is you know as as somebody on this end who tries to do the business end mm-hmm. for the band it is far better 
Yeah, because the whole radio aspect. They well, especially one. well, they, they're more picky about the music they take. So if you oh, go okay. through CD Baby, that's no guarantee that Pandora's going to put you out there. Mm-hmm. I had to go directly to them and 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 basically give them a case to take us, and they did. That, oh, Not yes. only did they take us, but when when they took us, they one of our songs uh, when I, on our first EP got picked up on some of their radio broadcasts. So nice. they were actually cool. they're actually playing. They're still playing it today. Yeah, th- three years later, here they're still they're still spinning it. Their 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 radio and premium services are still nice. spinning that's that pretty cool. that song. There are are definitely some advantages to Pandora just because like people could hear you without actually looking for you if they've mm-hmm. never heard of you before. Yeah. Say they're listening to this station, you guys pop up, you're like, Oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? And it, it yeah, it's been really good and I'm glad we're on there. That's also, we're on some of the UK indie stations as well, too. Oh, yeah. So, this music is not just in the United States, it's worldwide. It's a big concept for us older people. It amazed me to see how far this actually traveled in some of the messages we've got back from people. But it's in Europe and No, yeah, Australia is like super connected to American music. Like, there's all kinds of radio stations that pick up American, like, indie bands, and they're like, yo, we're spinning in your shit right now mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck uh, you're in the future dude yeah you guys can find us oh. tomorrow <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys can find us on our facebook page toon junkies podcast our instagram is also toon junkies podcast our twitter is toon junkies pod my personal instagram is pulp.niction and i changed the handle for my personal twitter it is now make damn sure so you can find us up there want to tell us about the shows you guys have coming up we have a show coming up because right now we're in the midst of recording, awesome. but we did pick up a show. Um, it's two weeks from today, which would be the 21st of February at Smith's with a whole bunch of bands. Dogma, Nautilus. Yeah. Nautilus, Beyond the Fathoms, Udo, Udo, yes. Yeah. Heavy so, duty show. Big heavy duty so show. So we brought out our heaviest stuff for this one. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. sign a wall of death during your guys' show. I'm going to set Nick on fire. We're going to do what we do. We're going to go up there and do what we do. Yeah. But it's going to be the heavier trident. side of what we do. Yeah, so come check it out. It's great. going to be a great show. Yes. Lots of great area bands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It be a scene. real fun time. I'm still waiting oh, yeah. for that floor to collapse upstairs. So no, maybe it'll happen. Strong. Yes, it's <laughs> She's strong. strong. Well, the keep closest, the heifers off the The closest we ever got <laughs> was Skies Beneath Us. Oh, really? Skies Beneath Us, their farewell show. We packed it out and it literally was flexing. So was like King it was, dude. You could, I was on breeze. the other side, so oh, I didn't feel no, it. No, dude, I was in the middle of the pit during that King show, mm-hmm. and you just felt it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know. Uh, we're gonna die. Whenever I feel it, I'm like, okay, game plan. If you, if it starts to fall, what do we do? <laughs> Grab onto the biggest person next to you and ride them the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the old drummer for Black Fowler? Just grabbed Kyle Adams. Down we go. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Stump, I'm Into coming real for you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been listening to, like in your personal lives? Just yeah. like anything. Well, I told you, I've, I've been playing a lot of, you know, independent music. So I do a lot of networking. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, puts up posts, things like that. I go check out their music. So, yeah. Cool. Um, it's it's ungodly. The other, you know, original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, one of my favorites is the uh, what they're doing. There's several I've done shows with. Uh, one of them locally here is South of Sorrow. I love those guys. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, touring band that I've worked, uh, played a couple shows with with Copper House is Elysium with an E L I S I U M. Yeah, they're a really good band out of Virginia. Why do I um, know that name though? They, if you I like agree. bands like Chevelle. Oh yes, I do. They're they're uh, to me they're like Chevelle. But better. I mean, they're really good. They're, I like their sound. I'm thinking of the Tom Cruise movie. 
I was thinking of the Matt Damon movie Elysium. <laughs> oh, wait. That might be the movie I'm thinking of, too. <laughs> Yeah, Never mind. But there's Continue. no Y in their in their name. It's okay. all I's. Oh, okay. E L I S I U. Oh man. Yeah. But they're a really great band. Um I would go you know, if you get a chance, go check them out. Their 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 music's out there. Another band called Shed out of Indianapolis we yep. did a show with. Real good guys. Good yeah. music. Yep. Shed. Go, shed. Shed S H E D. Like gonna take you out behind the shed. And oh god. Careful. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, put yeah. you down. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, just treat you with love and respect. <laughs> <laughs> newer uh, stuff that, I, that, I like listening like, it doesn't uh, even have to be new just what like, you've been jamming yeah. to I, uh, Avenged Sevenfold <gasps> man I like Avenged Sevenfold nice Hail to the know, King just, is such a kick ass song what's your favorite Avenged Sevenfold record there is a correct answer I, I don't have I'm a correct kidding. answer <laughs> Dude, I don't have a correct I like, answer I like guitar stuff Satriani Steve Vai mm-hmm. things like that I like to listen to a lot of that technical kind of stuff nice when I'm just listening to listen to but if something good catches my ear, well, definitely. Yeah. But I like the Satriani and, you know, just a lot of, you know, guitar-oriented mm. stuff. Of course, being a guitar player, I mean, duh, you know, but. <laughs> uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan? Do you like Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan? Oh, yeah, I love Stevie. <sighs> I love Steve Vai. So like Steve Vai is another so one. Ingve cool. Malmsteen. Badass. Uh, um, Jackal. <laughs> Jackal, <laughs> isn't that the uh, the lumberjack? The yeah. chainsaw. Yeah, chainsaw. Yeah. What do you? Do you ever see him take that? But you know, I like, I like Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Johnny Lang. Mm-hmm. I, uh, one of my favorite guitar players of all time is Gary Moore. No. <laughs> do you know who he is? I do not. Is it the brother of Michael Moore, the Look, film guy? Next time you guys get a chance, oh, get on YouTube and pull up an album called "Still Got the Blues for You." So, I saw a, Gary Moore in concert. He's that very good. I fuck with the blues. best blues guitar you will. He was ever. the original guitarist for Thin Lizzy. He no was shit. one of them. He was still one got of them. the blues. He, was one of he them. rotated in and out of right. Thin Lizzy three or four different times okay. when when Phil needed somebody to fill in because he had uh, Scott Gorham. Eric but, Bell was another one. Jim's right though. Hell of a hell of a guitar player. But yes, yeah, Gary Moore. Gary Moore is uh, Irish. Irish dude. All right. But you want to talk? Edge couldn't even hold his jock strap. I'm telling you that right now. This guy is, Edge? was a badass. <laughs> the wrestler? The Superstar? <laughs> the Edge. On this day. No. He's back. No, you want to talk about an Irish guitar player. That, that man was amazing. We lost a lot of these musicians here recently. and well, Say Tom Petty is another one. Yeah, you know? fucking rip to the goat. Nothing lasts forever. Right. What are you yeah. listening to? Tell them. Tell them what's up. I think it's a band called Magic Hat. <laughs> I was hoping That's what I said, say, Magic Hat. Yeah, I was hoping he'd say Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> Magic Hat in Kansas. Kansas. Cheap trick. I think, I think Cheap trick. Right. Yeah. And Alex turned me on to them and all of his. Where's my can? I'm you know, as he was growing up, you know, I mean, bullet for my Valentine. No, 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 no. I like bullet. I like bullet. Bullet's cool. Is unacceptable. We're gonna have to delete. I'm gonna bleep it out. I'm gonna bleep Guar, it out. Guar, 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 okay, Guar's Guar's cool. And then some of your uh, uh, yellow, yellow wolf, yellow wolf, yellow card. What? Oh, you didn't know, dude. I, <laughs> I got, I got a twenty-year-old awesome. kid, man. Dude. You know. Yeah, but so, that doesn't mean you like the music. Well, you, you know, it grows on you. You know. 
Spotify recent search history, Magic Hat is the first thing that pops up for me. And then I got Green Day. I was listening to Green Day, but because they're my favorite band. They came out with their new album today. I still haven't listened to it because I know it's not going to be good. Those guys are still together? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep, they but are. And they're putting been, out garbage right mm-hmm. now, currently. Uh, not uh, surprising because I'm not hearing any of it. Uh, <laughs> Beastie Boys, Anthrax. A lot of Anthrax lately, actually. Nice. And uh, a band called Sick of It All. And the Chad Kruger song from the first Spider-Man movie. Okay, time out, time out, time out, time yeah, out. What did you say his name was? Chad Kro- Kruger? Kroger? It's Kroger. Oh, I'm sorry. Kruger. It's not Freddy Kruger. I, I go to Myers. <laughs> <laughs> that joke made up for that. Okay. okay cool. Um, since he was uh, speaking on blues, I actually uh, uh, found out that a blues artist that I uh, was introduced to at the second season of Luke Cage... Uh, Chris Stone, Kingfish, Ingram. Um, he put out his first record uh, last year uh, when I was at Sonic Temple. I didn't even know. And I bumped that today, and that dude fucking kills it. Luke Cage is probably the most underrated of those, like of like Daredevil, Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. I, I hated Iron Fist. but Yeah, Iron Fist. I, oh. I wanted more from Iron Fist, but I didn't get it. Let me ask you this. You ever heard of a band called Savoy Brown? What'd you call oh, me? That's old school. <laughs> huh? Savoy Brown? Yeah. Well, here's something. If you can look it up on your uh, Kim online. Simmons. Yep. Kim I Simmons, Savoy guys. Brown, and an album, the whole album, every song on it is great. Street Savoy Corner Brown. Talking. Street Corner Talking. Yep. Ah, uh, 1971. I saw Savoy Brown. My dad was even born yet. Exactly. I'm telling you, if you like blues, you know, I mean, uh, I listened to Street Corner Talking. We were riding in a... Let it rock. Rock and roll on the radio, baby. Does it say baby? I wish I that could play you. any instrument. That could be you. <laughs> I wish I could play any instrument. But all right, well, I'm going to have to pause this. Otherwise, yeah. mm-hmm. the oh, people man, in Savoy Brown are going to sue We don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, every song on that album. All right, I'm going to heart it, so it'll add to my library. I'll listen to it at work. There you go. Awesome. Pull up the song Still like Got the Blues for You. Floating down the river. <laughs> Still got the blues you know, for you. And it's like a little speedboat. So uh you guys uh, sent us a file called Carry Carry On. We're gonna close out the episode with it. You guys wanna tell us about that song really quick? Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't really just just a riff I came up with, you know, and um the opening riff and it, every everything just kind of fell together when everybody came together and it's one of our heavier tunes. Well, Keith tells me, he says, I hear this, this, this song needs some wah pedal in it. This, this, this is what I'm hearing. You know, he kind of gives, because he's a guitar player as well. Not only does he play keyboards and sings, but he plays guitar, drums, mandolin. Mandolin. Man, what do you need these guys for? You do your own band. He's a one man band. So, so he can give me an idea of what he's hearing in his head mm-hmm. when he writes this stuff. So then I can say, oh, you like this or you like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's how we hit. How we've done it with all our stuff and yes. everything, all three of us. It's what we work with. So the lyrics-wise, I mean, do you have any theme that comes to mind? Not really. You know what I mean? Just uh, prolific writer. We we just we're, we're carrying on, man. That's yeah, what nice. we're doing. We're it's carrying on, magic. carrying on the music. You know what I mean? Live your life. And hopefully, like you, want. you guys in this next generation, my daughter's generation, which you guys all fit into, 
will continue to carry on the music. Because oh, you know, will. one day we're, we won't be able to play anymore. We will. We got bands like Dirty Honey and Black on. Coffee. And <laughs> three different generations. Yeah. yeah. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much thank for you. coming thank on. You. Thank you for having us. Yeah, oh, it was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. No problem, dude. Yeah. Um, this has and been hopefully t- maybe some folks will get out there and check out our page and I hope you so. know maybe we'll if they can come and catch a show we'll see we'll, it we'll, we'll put see a good Smith's. show on for we'll them see it we'll see it Smith yeah. check awesome. out Magic Hat guys this has been a Toon Junkies podcast my name's Nick my name is Chris talk me out of it <laughs> <laughs> fuck